begin yesterday's daf was number 22, today's number 23, we're going to do a review of yesterday's daf, get to today's, and we'll have a mind, refuah shalem, etimim basdvara, and anyone else who needs a refuah, and uh, we are going to try to work a little bit faster, because uh, we have a lot to review, we started way back up on daf chaf aleph, I'm in Beis yesterday, the shayla that uh, the Bnei Yeshiva raised, is uh, we we mentioned one case that we sort of left out of the picture, um, and that is the um, the, uh, the 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 mother's uh, maternal brother, uh, his wife. Is she forbidden to you or not? Um, we only talked about where there is one side of a fa- like some fatherhood in the picture. We talked about the mother's paternal brother's wife, and we talked about the father's maternal brother's wife, but we never talked about the mother's maternal brother's wife. So what's the deal? Like, bottom line. So, um, um, that's the question. So Rav Safar says, uh, is this fall into the category of exeril exeril? Why would we say that that should be prohibited? It's exeril because it'll come to the other case. So it's a two, two steps removed from the original exeril. So Rav explains that actually you got to realize that all, all of these are xeril xeris when you think about it in that light. Because um, the mother's an erva. The grandmother, that's a shnia. Um, what, so that's really one step removed from the isser of the mother's mother's mother. The father's mother really shouldn't be prohibited at all. That's the, also a shnia. You want to know why that's a shnia? Because they're all called grandma, so we put them all in the same boat. Um, similarly, um, by the grandpa. Right, uh, the the um, the the aishas of if is an erva, your father's wife, even if it's not your mother, is an erva. So the father's father's wife is a shnia. Now, what about the mother's father's wife? Um, uh, so since they're both called grandpa, so his grandpa's wife is problematic. That's the that's basically the idea. We don't make a distinction. The same. Um, um, the same is true with the uncle case, right? The, the, the Isser Torah is only the father's paternal brother. That's what the Torah talks about, okay? The Eishah Sachia Av Menoim is, uh, for the maternal brother, is, is Eshniah. Uh, they talked about the Achiyah Eim Menoav because of Eishah Sachia Av Menoim. Now, so, but they're all because they're called uncle. Um, the wife of the uncle. Um, so, bottom line is uh, that's the question. So, Gemara explains, brought a raya that uh, reviewed the Bashila said that in Eretz Yisrael they say that here's the basic uh, uh, rule of thumb: if by a nekeva, if meaning if it's a female, that would be an erva, then by a zachar they made a decree uh, for the wife. Okay, uh, that the wife is permitted. So the Gemara says that's a the, the wife is a shnia. You understand that's. Right. So the Gemara says that's actually a terrible rule because it's so many cases where that is simply not true. Okay, your mother-in-law is prohibited to you as an erva isha bito. It's prohibited in the Torah. Um, the uh, but the wife of your father-in-law is completely permissible to you. Okay, so that's not true. Okay, um, the daughter of your mother-in-law um, is. Uh, is an erva because that's your wife's sister. Okay, um, the 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 wife of the son of your mother-in-law is completely permissible. Okay, is muteris. Was a half a sister? It's not a half a sister. No, it's a half sister. Not a half sister. 
we're talking about this. Your your wife, okay? Your wife has a brother. Uh-huh. That brother's wife, is she forbidden to you? Yes. Wrong. No. Only when she's married to your brother. Yeah. If she divorces her, you can marry her. I mean, she divorces him, he divorces her. She's, she, there's no erva to her. Okay? So, and that's the point. If it was a sister, she would be prohibited. But if it's the brother's wife, it's permitted. Ah, so you see, it doesn't work. The rule, basically, the rule's broken. Okay? We have another example um, the, uh, the, the stepson, that means your wife's son. Is an, um, so your stepdaughter um, is prohibited to you, but the, but the stepson's, your wife's son's wife, is permitted to you. So you see, it's completely... Um, um, uh, so anyway, the bottom line is... Um, um, so what's the rule? Right, exactly. So obviously the rule is coming for a very specific case. Our case, if that was a sister, would be prohibited. So therefore, the brother's wife is prohibited as well. That's what it's coming for, that specific case. Now, why is this, these cases all excluded? It's a special reason. The reason why is because these all require two marriages to get connected to you. That's why. Because first, marriage is your, you to your wife. And the second one is it's somebody who married into your wife's family. Well, there's no error there. That's the idea. All of these cases are like that. They fall into that category. They're, 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 they're a of a tzugekomener. That's how you say it in Yiddish. Which means somebody who you ma- married of a married. A married of a married is not related to you in any way. And that's, the basic, uh, that's the basic rule over there. Okay. Um, so, Rav Misharshia from Tusnaya sent her a puppy. Tell me what's the halacha of the Eishas Achio Av Menav and the Achos Aviav. So, in other words, great, great aunt, what's the deal with that? Um, do we say that since the generation below is an erva, so therefore the uh, one generation up is also an erva, and they made a decree, I mean a shnia, or maybe that's a different level, it's, a different, it's, an, it's another gen- whole generation farther, maybe not. So we, uh, we thought we had a beautiful proof, because we said, look, we have a list of shnias, and notice we left, uh, <laughs> we didn't mention these, so obviously it's not a shnia. So the Gemara says, um, and now we left out some cases. Which case did we leave out? We left out the cases of Rabchia, as we'll soon see. And today's and yesterday's daf, well, the the shnios of Rabchia. So uh, bottom line is, we saw Memar permitted this uh, in these two cases, and Rafiel said to Ravashi, I myself saw that um, um, that uh, that there was a list of the shnios of Marbred Ravna, and it had sixteen prohibited unions. That were shnios. Um, so we have eight in our Mishnah. We have six of Rabchia. That's fourteen. There's two more. Where's the two more? It must be these two more. So the Gemara says, according to that, there should be uh, three more because we talked about um, the um, um, we talked about the We talked about that case, and we came out that it's prohibited. So really, it's now seventeen, and you saw sixteen only. So the Gemara says, well, that doesn't bother me because these two, they're really, they're really great ants. Maybe they're put into one category and they, they don't count as two. But uh, nevertheless, 
um, isn't it indicated that it's prohibited? So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Uh, let's say it would have been written on that list that those are permitted shneels. Would you have said that's a reliable thing? Did, did Marbre de Ravna sign on it? No. So then you wouldn't have allowed it. So therefore, now that it's prohibited, you're saying it is reliable? <laughs> Maybe not. He didn't sign it either. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see anything very compelling as far as what you're saying. That was the deal. Okay. Then we got into Rabbi Chia's list. What is Rabbi Chia's um, six additional um, shneels that he adds to the list? So he said it's the third, the third degree down by son and daughter. And uh, by, the, by the son and daughter of his wife. Okay? So it's three generations down. And then um, that's all shneels. And then the fourth generation up um, for the father-in-law and mother-in-law is also a shnia. Okay? So if you count them up, so there's Bino, the Shlishi Shabibno, that's your son's grandson. And Bito is your, grand, is your daughter's, uh, I'm sorry, your son's granddaughter, your daughter's granddaughter, your, um, your, son, your, your stepson's uh, uh, granddaughter, and your stepdaughter's granddaughter. All of those are Shneas to you. Okay? Um, going up, it's four generations up. Of, from mother-in-law and uh, father-in-law. So that's also all prohibited. So uh, that's the fourth. Now, when we said four, we mean including the wife. So wife is generation one, then the in-laws, generation two. They're the, so your wife's not mother's, grandmother's, uh, great-grandmother. That's the fourth generation up. So the question is, why do we count the wife in the up direction? As one that one generation, and why do you count not count it in the down direction? It's like it's, you know you're you're saying it's only three down and four up, but really it's the same distance. Question is when you're counting the way upwards, you're counting not downwards, not what's the deal? So we explain that the reason why we did it this way is because um, if if they're all coming due to the prohibition through your wife via your wife, so therefore she's counted as step one. So um, and what about uh, down? Well, down is coming from your own relation. It's your children, so therefore we don't count you. We count them as generation one. So what about the Ben Ishto and Bas Ishto? If we wouldn't switch it for the, her children and grandchildren, then it would be confusing because it would sound like that there's one generation farther than by the man. So therefore we have to stick to the same terminology of down is only three. Okay. Down is three, up is four. Right, exactly. So that's the deal with that. Okay, the next thing we said is uh, Rav Ashi said to Rav Kana, these shniyos of Rav Chia, uh, do they keep going or not? So the Gemara says, well, it sounds like they don't keep going because it says, uh, that Rav says there's only four women that have that have hefzik, so then it should be keep going. Um, so the Gemara says, no, Rav was going on the, on the list of the b'risa. Rav Chia is a separate list, so maybe he wasn't talking about that at all. We brought a raya that it says Shlishi and Ravi. Doesn't that sound like Shlishi and Ravi only and not beyond that? So the says, no, maybe from Shlishi and so on, and from Ravi and so on. Um, anyway, so again, not, not clear. So then Rav Nachman said to, I mean, Rav said to Rav Nachman, 
Um, they brought an interesting discussion from Arava, where the Shiloh was, is there Shneos by Gerim or not? Do converts have the Yisr of, of, of Shneos? Um, so he says, no way. And the reason why is because the Erev itself, really, Goyim should not even have an Erev at all, even their actual Dorais Erev. The only reason why they did it is because they're coming from Kedush Hamura to Kedush Kalim. It's like, it's like a bizayon to Judaism that it's more lenient for them in Judaism. Um, so that's the discussion. So, so therefore, the Gosber of Rabbana. Uh, so, Shneos Miboy, oh, he took his spot, uh, Gary. <laughs> it's all right, don't matter. <laughs> you forgot. I wanted to sit up for you. <laughs> Welcome back. All right, anyway, so uh, that's the story. So, it doesn't make sense that Shneos would be prohibited at all. Then Rav Nachman says, you know, once we're talking about Gerim, let me tell you something interesting. Um, brother, maternal brothers um, that, are, that convert together, they're not allowed to testify together. And if they do, it's bidyevet acceptable, but l'chadgila not. But paternal brothers, no issue. Amemer said that actually even maternal brothers that convert, it's not a problem to accept them. Why? By Arias, we do treat them, we, we, we do consider them brothers, then why not have the same thing? The answer is, is that it all depends on who's doing it. Since it's done by the Bezdin, Bezdin uh, knows what they're doing, and they know that Gersh and Niskarke cut and But by marriages, since it's the populace that get married, you know, so therefore they won't realize, and they'll see, oh my goodness, we're going downhill by being Jewish. Well, that's, I, th- I thought we were getting a stricter life. Now we're having it easier. That doesn't fit in. Anyway, that was the story with that. Okay. Brings us to the new Mishnah uh, in our view. Somebody has any brother qualifies as a, as, as a Zika, and there's a mitzvah Yibum needs to be dealt with, regardless of what type of brother. And he's a brother for all matters, except if it's a brother from a shivcha or a Chavim, those are exceptions. They're not called a brother. Similarly, a son, any son is a son, and it potters the, the mitzvah of Yibum, and uh, that son is chai for hitting, for cursing, and he's a son for all matters, except for a son that comes from a shivcha and Avedus Chavim. So that's the Mishnah. Now, when we say a, son, a brother that's any old brother, meaning even no matter what, what do we mean by no matter what? We're saying is a brother, but it means that even if this brother is a mamzer, halakhically that's considered a brother. Why would I think not? Because we <laughs> learn brother uh, Achim from Bnei Yaakov. Bnei Yaakov were all Ksherim. So isn't that a right? So you might think that we don't count brothers that are mamzerim. That's why I have to tell you not. Now, how do you know that's not the case? Because it works the same way. Just like the son, even a mamzer qualifies as a son, so to a brother, even a mamzer will qualify as a brother. How do you know that that's the case by the son? We'll get to right you know, soon. First of all, um, what about the brother? He said he's a brother for all things, which halachas, to inherit, to become tame, etc., uh, so, of course, he's your brother. Why would I think not? The answer is, is that because by a wife, uh, Cohen is only allowed to be metami to a wife who's kosher to him, not a wife who's forbidden to him. So you might think the same is true with a brother. Kamash Malan, that that's not the case. Why is it different? Because by a wife, there's an obligation for him to get rid of his wife. By a brother, it's a brother. You know, so it's the bottom line is, any brother is a brother, even if he's a mamza. 
Okay. So that's the story. Brings us to the next one, which is the uh, brother from a shivcha. If it's called not, why not? That's because it says by shivcha, that there's no connection to the father at all. It's property of the owner, and that's it. Okay? Now, um, somebody has, next thing is the son. How do you know that it's potter? The son is talking about even a son that's a mamzer, and that's based on the pasukah, vein ein lo, which is ayin alav. You have to look into it. And you're chai for hitting, but why, is it, why are you chai for hitting a father with the sons of Mamzer? Obviously, the father's an avarian, he's a big, bad, did, doing bad deeds. So the Gemara says that's only, the, and, and he has to be doing good in order to have a prohibition of cursing, etc. So the Gemara says, we're not talking about hitting, but the cursing case. So the Gemara explains uh, the father did shuva. So the Gemara says, really, can, can you do tshuva on uh, having a son of Mamza? You can't. It's like uh, the Aver the is here in front of you. So it's a mu'uvas lo yuchaliska. And the answer is, you're right, you can't fix it up. But you can now do the behavior of, of, of doing the right thing by not remaining married to the girl who you're forbidden to. Okay. And um, I believe, is that where we got up to? Or we got further? That's it. That's it? Yeah. All right, so we'll stop over here and get